Hey, I want to invite you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast and enjoying this content and are passionate about protection, you should know that we have an entire library of all of the protector symposiums that we've ever done uh, hosted at protectornation.com. You can go there and you can download those and you can watch every protector symposium we've had to date there online and you can learn protection tactics from the most, some of the most elite trainers in the world from the comfort of your own home. I think you'll be surprised about how much content we actually have there. Uh, It's very, very, very reasonably priced and you can upgrade your protection skills. Remember, protection is not all about the hard skills. 90% of it is all about the software, the programming, the way you see and move in the world to achieve a safer pattern of life. With that having been said, go to protectornation.com, join us there, learn from the best of the best. Now, enjoy the show. Boom, hello and welcome to the Protector Nation podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to making the world a better place, making the world a safer place by making good people dangerous. In this podcast, we're going to study and understand what it takes to protect, to protect your family, to protect your loved ones, because we all know that you have a few basic needs, food, water, and shelter, but you also have the need to protect those things. In a world and society where evil runs rampant and is sometimes left unchecked, learning how to protect yourselves and your loved ones is becoming more and more important. And so we strive to raise the level of accountability to those who would do evil on this planet by making sure that the sheep, that the flock, is more well-versed in protecting themselves and their loved ones. If that sounds interesting to you, then sit back and enjoy the show. Out. Boom! What's going down, you guys? What up, what up? We got another episode of the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast here. I might put this on Protector Nation as well. Um, But this is a special one, man, because we all go to the range. We all are students of the you know the arts of of combatives that we can use to protect people and um i think that there is a very important a very important component of training when it comes to firearms that a lot of guys out there are missing that really really can make all the difference we do it when it comes to the other disciplines the hand-to-hand stuff but we don't do it as much when it comes to firearms and i don't know that it's been so attainable and something that so many of us can actually do until now with what Jaeger's doing at the uh, Low Signature Resource Center, man. So I'm stoked to have you on the call. How you doing, brother? Good, man. Um, super stoked to be here. Get uh, get some of this training in and stuff. I think it's super critical. Dudes have it nowadays. Dude, I'm excited for this episode because I think it represents a new level of training that's going to be accessible to protectors in every field really. And for the executive protection industry, um, a level of training that we desperately need, but really, I don't know a lot of teams that actually get to take advantage of. And that's really force on force and being able to work as a team and client recovery and all that stuff, man. Um, What would you say about it, man? What do you see when when you have professionals that come through and then we'll get into who you are and your background and all this stuff that we're joining forces on, but like when you have professionals that are working professionals with a gun and then they come through and they actually have to move inside your facility, inside the buildings and actually get a taste of the force on force, you know, what does it look like? How does it feel? Does it seem like, you know, 
they should, they, they need more of this. Or? <laughs> yeah. I, I think, uh, I think it's a big area, um, that dudes neglect when it comes to like their training regiment and stuff. Um, a lot of dudes are locked on at the static range. Um, you know, when the targets don't shoot back, the targets don't move, the targets are unpredictable, you know? Um, so having, you know, the kill house and stuff when we're having PDs come through or even just civilians or military dudes, you know, that aren't used to training in that environment all the time. Um, it's really eye opening, you know, for them and for even us as, as instructors, um, you know, if you neglect that skill, right. When you get in the real thing, yeah, you might be the best shooter at the static range, but everything goes out the window as, as soon as you induce yeah. that little stress in the kill house. So I think it's a yeah, critical skill to have. So. No, I, th- I think it's the next skill to have. I think the range is like, it's like vehicle dynamics. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to take a vehicle dynamics course. I'm going to learn how to master this vehicle, how to get at least 80% of its performance, its potential. But then it's like, well, you got to learn how to car fight. Like you got to learn if you have yeah. to make contact, you got to learn how to do it. Um, and so I think where we're, we're missing it a lot as protectors is, yeah, we get the fundamentals down, a little bit of movement at the range and we think we can gunfight. And it's like, it's like hitting a heavy bag, man. It's like, man, I got yep. these nasty combos, you know, I'm killing it. I'm, you know, and you think you're gangster and then it's like, all right, sweet dude. Uh, you're going to need a mouthpiece for this. Yep. And then it's like, uh, okay, you're down, but then you really learn, like, can yeah. you actually gunfight? Like, can you actually spar? And then when you think about the fact that we're doing this for a real life game, where we're playing for keeps, it's like, Nah, dude, I want to die a thousand times in your kill yeah. house. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, I mean, it happens literally every single day we have dudes. And I think the other part of it, too, you know, why we kind of started this, there's a lot of places that do awesome CQB courses and stuff, but it's such a perishable skill that if you don't practice it, you know, on a regular basis, at least, I mean, minimum quarterly, you know, yeah. it be, I think it should be a, a monthly, if not bi-monthly type thing that dudes are practicing especially if you're you know it's your profession you're doing it every day in your profession so yeah but yeah no i i agree man it's really easy to think you're better than you are man if you don't ever get challenged you know yeah and, and i remember I think it was craig douglas or and or mike panone that said to me that you know are always like dude if you can't test your tactics at speed that's why I like yep. jujitsu so great because you can freaking simulate murder again and again and again in one day at a, at a pretty high clip at, at a level of intensity and speed. And if yep. you can't test your trash at speed and get predictable results, like, can you trust your life to it? Like, do you know that you can trust your life to it? You know, um, you know, so I, and I think that's why you see like really a few styles in the in, in the in the MMA uh, arena, you know. Um, because it's like, you know, obviously it's a sport and there's rails and rules, but the, 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 the martial arts you see in there are able to be tested at speed and and people can depend on, you know, and that's what it is. And that's the other thing too, like even with CQB, you know, at least giving, giving dudes, there's a lot of different ways, you know, to skin the CQB cat, but for us, at least, you know, we have different departments coming in, different dudes with different backgrounds it's good to be able to, you know, have that mindset. Hey, I'm always a student. Hey, I'm always learning different, different ways to do stuff. And, you know, Hey, like you said, testing it at speed, does this actually work? You know, yeah. we're going full bore, full throttle um, in this thing. So I think that's been really critical for dudes to, to see as well as having that training environment. 
So, yeah, man. Cause when we were in there with our teams, just sparring and, and, and testing processes and SOPs, it was like, we learned a whole, like we learned so much, you know, we came up with new doctrine just by being like, okay, you guys are the bad guys. We're going to try to do our thing. And it's like, I mean, our first idea about of how we were going to do things, it evolved in just yeah. one day of exposure to this. I yeah. think that's really valuable. And um, I think, I think with that too, you know, like you said, your SOPs are always evolving because the bad guys too are always evolving, you know, but skill yeah. you learned, you know, for me, I'll see, you know, guys with more experience than me or um, maybe in before I was or whatever, they'll have a, a skill and then uh, now, you know, it might be obsolete, right? Because everyone's yep. evolved to counter that. So I think that's another good part of practicing on a regular basis. 100%, man. The battlefield's always evolving. And now with everyone playing war games in their living room and understanding how to freaking angle on you and understanding speed and intensity because they're ambushing each other on Call of yep. Duty and all these things, man, we have to be evolving. It's just like on the streets, dude, like, Dude, you're going to MMA gyms. Like you might find, you might have to face somebody who actually has some mat time. Like that's not yeah. weird anymore. It's not rare anymore, you know? So no, I love it, dude. So you, man, who's the man behind the work? Who is Jagger at his core? Uh, so, I mean, my biggest thing, dude, I'd say at the core, I'm a teacher. I'm an instructor. I'm a student of all things. You know, my biggest thing is, is uh, I love to learn stuff. I love to learn good knowledge. Uh, I like to test that knowledge. And then once, hey, I've tested it, whether it's gear or guns or tactics or whatever it is, I like to now pass that on um, to dudes and stuff so they can, you know, better themselves um, and go forth and do do better things, you know, out in the world. So that's kind of me. Yeah, so, man, an instructor, a teacher, someone who empowers others, you know, and um, yeah, I think that's, so then they can go and do it themselves, man, and perform at higher levels. Yeah, it's like one of the most rewarding things for sure and humbling things as well. You know, it's like um, seeing dudes, you know, whether we teach a super intense course or or we run a dude just through like some fundamental skills and they really get that aha moment um, yeah. and they're able to actually apply it, you know, on, on a daily basis. So that's that's pretty cool part of, about the job. So Heck Yeah, man, that's super dope. Tactical background, because you know everyone always wants to know. I'm uh, scout sniper, scout sniper in the Marine Corps. Uh, I served with Second Battalion, Fourth Marines. Um, I got out um, in 2020. Uh, ended up working for a contracting company in Orange County. Did that for uh, about two years, and then decided, um, you know, hey, we can do this better. We can do this, you know, in a more professional setting um, for actual professionals rather than you know, just catering to like the low level beginner market. So I think that's been, been a good, good thing. Um, born and raised in North Idaho, hunting, fishing, outdoors, <laughs> yeah. love all that stuff. So, so yeah. That's awesome, man. No, I love it, dude. So yeah, you're not a lightweight one, but then two, you're just the dude who wanted to make a difference and wanted to yeah. have a positive impact on the game and knew you could do it and, and went and did it. And that, I think that counts for everything, dude, man. Like, you know, even for me, when I wanted to get into this game, I was like, well, I want to make contributions. And I was like, I'm not that cool. I'm not freaking count scout sniper. <laughs> I'm not special forces. I'm just an infantry dude in the Marine Corps. And then I was like, and, I'm, you know, so I, I, I realized I'm going to have to really give people value, man, if I'm going to do yeah. this stuff. 
um, because my gift is going to have to make room for me, not my like sizzle or sexy factor, you know, or having yeah. doctors at the end of my name or any of that trash. So now nah, I love it, man. That's awesome. So for you guys listening, you can make, all you got to do is choose to make a difference. Doesn't matter how cool you are, do something cool, solve some freaking problems and, uh, it'll make a seat for you at the table, yeah. man. You know? Be a good but, dude. Yeah. yeah. Be a good dude. Be a good good dude, dude man. That's my philosophy. Just be a good dude. Help others yeah. and it'll come back around full circle funny dude we talk about recruiting new agents and you know i'll get a guy called me up and he's like yo i got this guy he's special forces everything he's an actual jedi he'll be the best dude and i'm like sitting there listening and we're we're, we're in the same dynamic every time we're listening and then eventually he'll say something along the lines of he's a good dude plus he's a good dude and once yeah. i hear good dude i'm like okay cool he can hang yeah. out we can work on yeah. the rest of this stuff but if he's a good dude all right is he a good dude yeah he's all right cool then he's in you know so i love that man that's awesome um so what would you say so i guess let's give everyone an an overview of your facility kind of you know uh paint the picture in their minds of of what you guys do and how it looks and what you guys offer man yeah so um low signature resource center uh it's located in north orange county in placentia um and um yeah, we, we opened it um, kind of to just have like a hub for like the tactical, you know, community, a place for them to go and train, a place for them to, you know, kind of have just a landing pad, whether they're coming into California, there's not a lot of gun friendly or tactical training friendly, I would say, places here. So, yeah, we built a built like a full facility. We have like a reality based simulator in there. We have a full on kill house it's like super modular we can change walls we can change uh layouts you know hallways different configurations of rooms we have motion tracking cameras we have like all these environmental factors we can induce on students daytime nighttime um and then on top of that we do like tons of workshops and live fire courses and stuff like that trying to bring it all full circle you know and expose one members of the program to different ways of teaching um but also like hey for law enforcement for you know executive protection professionals you know military dudes just a hub for them to go and train out without having to deal with all the paperwork and bullshit that you might find at other spots yeah man no i mean what i love that you guys did was you like made having access to an actual shoot house like 360 degree freaking battle environment. You made it accessible to like everyone, man. And I yeah. think that that's huge, you know, cause you know, with some of my training where, you know, we have to rent out like law enforcement facilities, you know, and like, you know, have, getting access to assets like that is, is not something that civilians and even a lot of private security teams has been able to do until right now. Yeah. Yeah. We've no, we noticed that I'm like, Hey, you know, all these dudes are doing this on a day-to-day basis, you know, why should it be so hard? Even, even going back to the, you know, the military, why is it so hard to go to the range? Why is it so hard to do this? It needs to be, you know, readily accessible to anyone, right. That's seeking that training, you know, that's a professional or whatever in in the industry. So, so yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. No, I, I, uh, the other thing I think that's really, really cool about it, well, one, like this is a shoot house. There's catwalks. So we had, I had a team, you know, that I was running through there last week and it was just so awesome to be able to get up on the catwalk 
And you, you I mean, you, you it was good and bad because you could see everything that was done wrong and you're just sitting there like, no, ah, uh, uh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but that bird's eye view to see your team run through things is so valuable. And I, and I found actually, I've seen a few of these things and one of them didn't have a catwalk up there. And I was like, walked in, I looked up and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, cause I mean, like you saw, you know, we try to, if we're doing scenarios or we're doing force on force or whatever it may be, everyone runs through ground level, you know, and then, Hey, after you've done your run, boom, you're up on top yep. observing. And just like you saw, you're like, Oh my God, why, yeah. why didn't I notice that? Or, Oh shit, I could have yeah. did this better. or I could have did this worse, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a critical part about it as well. I'd say. And the video yeah. cameras too, playing it back. <laughs> Cause then, then you're like, Jesus Christ, you know, what's going on? Yeah, so. no, that's a lot of teachable moments and, and things that you're able to extract. And then the other thing I think is pretty awesome is, you know, we were able to conduct team training for a really, like it was very economically sound in that we weren't using UTMs or C-munitions. We were running it off airsoft. Yep. And I, I, I used to be one of them. I used to be one of them. And I, was poo- I was poo-pooing on airsoft. I was like, I hate these guys. Sometimes I, you know, I think there's a legit page and I see airsoft or, you know, they always, you know, have all the fake equipment and, and, and yeah. I, I used to hate on it. And then I had a buddy uh, hit me up and, and he's a, you know, he's a high, high level shooter. And he was like, Hey dude, like want to come to my birthday? And I was like, yeah, bro. And, and I was like, what are we doing? And he's like, Oh, we're going to airsoft. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah no. like I'm gonna hang out with a bunch of airsoft nerds, but he's my boy, whatever. Let's do it. And dude, I went in there and fortunately I did pretty good, but we ran EP drills, we ran scenarios, we ran all kinds of things. And when I walked out of there, I was like, dude, it was like I just got into a bunch of gunfights in one day. This was amazing, honestly. Yeah. And airsoft hurts enough to it make does. it. Perform. Yeah, like like some <laughs> of the guys. It was funny too at the facility. I'm always like, "Hey, go throw a hoodie on, you know, or go throw some gloves on, or something." No, I'm good. It's just airsoft. And then about halfway through the day, I'm like, "Hey, anyone want to put a hoodie on?" Yep, everyone's putting on (laughs) hoodies and gloves and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a cost-effective training tool. I honestly think everyone. Yeah. I was in the same boat as you. I'm like, dude, we're not using airsoft here. And I mean, we have the capability. We run UTMs and stuff there, but they're expensive, you know. Yeah. you guys, you know, I want students to get as many reps as possible. It's like airsoft's the way to go. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, man. No, I and and it was as a training tool, it was very effective for us to be able to to just use airsoft, man. I have no issues with it. I wish there was some kind of marking cartridge airsoft, maybe that they could yeah. come up with. Um, but in terms of getting your SOPs dialed in, and so I think that was kind of one of the biggest takeaways for us was like you know, for everyone in the industry watching, you got to ask yourself, when's the last time you ran your team through a pressure cooker, a high, a high friction environment with force on force with regards to what you are expected to be able to do in the real world? You know, when it comes to a dynamic uh, human threat scenario, like when's the last time you guys did that? When's the last time you did it, ran through and actually thought about executing sound CQB principles uh, in an executive protection format? I know the answer. It's, <laughs> yeah, know? Me too. I do too. <laughs> yeah, you know, man. Far and few in between, you know, so. Yeah. But yeah, it's perishable. I mean, 
dudes need to get in there, get the reps, practice it, practice it some more, go home and practice it, you know, wherever they can. So, well, and that's the thing about CQB, man. It's not, um, I mean, it's just like any other martial art. Like you wouldn't go to jujitsu like once a quarter or once a year and be like, sweet, you know, I'm dangerous. And that's what I think is dangerous about the training industry is I'll go, you know, people will go take, I got, I went to said Jedi ninja instructor, Viking Lord instructor course one time. And people don't realize it. Like, dude, these courses are exposure to principles. So unless you build in, you know, some, some reps at home or something in your garage or have a, a center like yours where people can come and like, actually get repetitive exposure to this type of, of sparring it's really hard to build any competencies that you can depend on yeah yeah no i 100 percent agree you know because i'll have that we'll have that same thing dudes will come in and be like oh i've trained with so and so and so and so doesn't make you <laughs> subject matter expert doesn't put you at their level at all you know um so yeah you need to you need to give a fuck enough to get out there train on a daily basis you know weekly basis, monthly basis, make yeah, it a priority. Yeah, man. And with, you know, and then when you look at any team that's at the tip of the spear, that's what they're doing, dude. Like, you yeah. know, they have the assets and they're running through those houses, you know, all the time. They're training all the time and that's how you get that good. So finding that good work-life balance is definitely part of the game, man. But for the greater EP industry, I think one of the problems we have now is, you know, there's, there's a lot of fighting about standardization uh, when it comes to what you can expect out of an executive protection agent. I'm not really trying to fight guys on standardization, but what I am doing is I'm creating training opportunities for agents to be legit. Like yeah. you, you come to the hard skills intensive, you're going to get your medical dialed up. You're going to get the highest level of driving training in the game. You're going to get a full on pistol uh, shooting package attack on principle, low light, no light. CQB, all the stuff, and you're going to walk out of there and you're going to know that you can do the hard skill basics. You can handle your trash. And we turn up the heat. I want to kill you a thousand times in training so you don't die in the street, right? Yeah. And then, you know, and then for the everyday agent, and, you know, it's too bad we're just in Cali with this, but being able to take those skills and put them in a force on force facility so you can know if you actually can execute on these things is like the missing piece, I think, to a lot yeah. of what the industry is offering. Yeah, so, so I absolutely agree. Absolutely. Yeah, agree. man. So I'm excited. I guess it's time to make the announcement. Yeah, too, man. <laughs> uh, we're going to, me and Jagger are joining forces, the League of Executive Protection mm-hmm. Specialists and Low Signature Resource Center are going to start hosting uh epcqb clinics um at his facility you guys are all invited we're going to make it as cost effective as economic as possible so you can get in there maybe once every other month or once once a month we'll see what the op tempo looks like what the response from you guys is like but this clinic is going to be all about coming learning the basics of cqb with regards to what is relevant to us in the ep industry one man CQB man moving through these structures solo uh, because unless you're on the you know in some big state department or secret service detail or, or a big organization it's probably just going to be you and if you can do it yeah. with one you can do it with two so you'll get one man CQB out of it 
you'll get two two man CQB out of it. We'll get into client retrieval, you moving through structure solo to get to your principal, your customer, your client. You know, if you're in a position like this right now in a car and they want to be in that meeting by themselves, which is realistic and probable. And then we're going to get into, um, we're going to get into moving and CQB with your principal and with your protectee. And just being faced and exposed to the equation of moving with your principal is so good for all of us, man. And if you don't have this training, get to this clinic, get to one of these clinics, get your team to one of these clinics um, and uh, take your game to the next level and, 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 and learn, man. We were, and then it's all going to be tested with force on force. We're going to do a little bit of force on force, enough force on force for you to really see how effective and important these principles are. Yeah. They'll get their feet wet for sure. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think it'll be a good thing for everyone to get on out, you know, and, and get their feet wet and Hey, this is what's, you know, offered out here. If you guys are local, you know, it's a resource that you can use even more than, uh, you know, the monthly clinic and stuff we're doing. So yeah, yeah take advantage of it. Get your ass yeah. out here. No, 100%, man. And I think it's, it's definitely, and then, you know, we'll uh, definitely make it something that you can put in your training jacket as well, showing that you actually do this. You can add hours to your service jacket, showing that you have actually moved with a client in training yeah. and under the pressure and stress. Um, that it's a confidence that you have to give you guys that final payoff at return on investment. Um, so I think this is something that all the teams in the Cal, well, in hopefully all the teams in our industry will start coming and testing themselves out, testing their skills out, uh, renting out the facility, doing what me and my team did, you know, coming out and just, and just murder boarding and learning what, what you can and can't do. You should realistically have some type of team SOP. You know, a lot of EP teams don't ever move and train together in these types of environments. And that is something that I'm setting out to change, you know, yep. um, we'll let them fight over standards. I'm going to create training experiences with awesome dudes like Jagger, where we can just make sure our professionals can perform, you know, and that's the golden standard. So heck yeah, man. Yeah. Good shit, dude. I'm amped. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Should be yeah, uh, sometime in January. So stay tuned for all the details about that. Yeah, 100%. By the time you guys are watching this, there'll be a link underneath the screen uh, for you guys to hit uh, and come out and train with us. I'll be there. I'm sure some of my guys will be there. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, doing a little recruiting there <laughs> and, uh, you know, come out and train with us, man. It's going to be it's going to be really good. So this is just the beginning of more awesome training opportunities uh, for our industry where, you know, Soft skills, soft skills keep you paid, but hard skills save lives. So yep. we've got to have both, man. we got to have both. Boom. If you've been enjoying the podcast, I want to encourage you to come and train with me. Train with us, the League of Executive Protection Specialists. We offer online courses so you can train and learn how to take your executive protection career to the next level from the comfort of your own home. Uh, we offer on-ground training on everything from the hard skills of driving, shooting, medical, um, and into the soft skills through the Executive Protection Immersion Course, which is one of the most experiential, learning-centric courses in the executive protection industry. Either way, I want you to become part of the golden standard in the private security industry and join the Brotherhood, the League of Executive Protection Specialists. Go to epspecialist.com 
and let's do our careers together. I'll see you there. Out. And one other thing too, you know, we mix into the scenarios. You, we threw some tourniquets on and we did some other little things too. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely add, there'll be multi dimensions to this clinic for sure. Heck yeah. Awesome. Jagger. Well, dude, it's such an honor to be able to do this with you. Um, let's see here. I usually drop a few closing questions. (laughs) One of my favorite ones is, um, is, uh, a habit or practice that you believe protectors should, uh, that you believe protectors should integrate or just people that, you know, can make you a better person or a better protector, something people should look at, maybe integrate into the, into their lives. Uh, I'd say it's, uh, it's kind of, you've probably heard of more force on force training. Yeah. More <laughs> force on force. <laughs> Go through a tourniquet on your leg in the living room. Uh, yeah, yeah. no, um, I'd say, I'd say try every day. At least I try to do this, try to learn something new from someone. Right. And, um, with that, that item that I learned from them, I try to apply it in everyday life. Um, and then I also like to try to, you know, go out and teach someone something new that day as well. Right. It just kind of goes back yeah. into that instructor mindset and giving, yeah. giving that mindset, you know? So, so yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a good one. I mean, and the, and the other, the cheat code that I don't think people realize is like, when you teach something, you're still learning. Like, like yeah. the best way to All really way. learn something is teach it. <laughs> yeah. Teach backs. For yeah, sure. Man. 100%. No, I dig that. Always and then the other thing, go ahead. Always be a student. Always. Yes. Nah, professional student. This is this is a place too. this op that we're going to do. is It's a place to come and be a white belt. I always like to mention that, you know, I love being a white belt. I love being like, I don't know. <laughs> Teach me how to do it, you know? Yeah. And then eventually, you know, you, you eventually, you know, you, you, you go up in belts and they like make you take another belt and then, then everyone's gunning for you, you know, like I love being a white belt, man. Just come in and just be like, Hey, I'm here to learn, man. You know, and, and that, that's awesome. This is a place to do that. Uh, Jagger and his staff are, are awesome. They're totally professional. They, you know, weren't like, Hey, we know everything and we're the most, you know, high speed dudes in the game. You know, they're like, this is how we've done it. This is how we've been researching. It's being done. This is how we're seeing it be done. Um, but, you know, they're also, you know, open to however, what other guys bring into the game as well. So it was a really good environment to come and be a white belt at, man. That was one thing I wanted to say for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, I can always learn something from even the white belt guys, you know, the, the first guy. Yep. So that's part of that going back, try to learn something new from someone every day, no matter their background, no matter their seal level, you know, yeah. there's a million different ways to do, do a, a, any given task. So skin that skin that freaking cat. cat yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing too, man, was um the last one of my favorite last questions is how do you want to be remembered? What's it all for, man? In the end, when you're dead, how uh, what do you want them to think or say or what are you what are you doing it for? That's a that's a good question. Um for me yep. again, I'd say I'd say, you know, part of like making an impact as in, you know being that good dude, providing this center where dudes, you know, can come fucking train, but also building that community together. You know, that's another good thing that, that uh, I enjoy about my job is bringing all these random dudes together, right. And making them into, you know, kind of a brotherhood or a team to where they now have, 
you know, a broader, vaster reach, right. Of each other. So yeah, yeah I'd say, I'd say just being that good dude and fucking and helping others come together so they can be good dudes, you know, trying to be that yeah. model. So. No, I love that, man. And then real quick, before we end this thing, dude, uh, let's talk a little bit about, cause the low signature resource center, our EPCQB clinic is going to be super dope, but you guys offer a whole, you have membership levels. You guys have, offer a whole yeah. gamut of other services. So, you know, you might come and if you're like me and my dudes, man, we came, we were blown away. And now dudes are getting memberships and taking a number of different skills to the next level with, with him and his, with Jagger and his team. So uh, what else kind of how, what's the full yeah. span of what you guys are offering with those memberships? Yeah. So um, the program's basically set up like a gym, you know, whether it's jujitsu or martial arts gym or just a regular gym. Um, students sign up for what we call small group classes. So those are weekly um, or monthly, you know, at the minimum to where dudes can come in for an hour, two hours um, just to stay up on their skills. We have a whole curriculum. Um, it's like 200, 300 pages of curriculum that you guys can kind of tackle as like a ladder to climb up to the top. Um, and then on top of that, we have, you know, the kill house where we're, um, you know, investing time and getting dudes up to the, the level they need to be at for CQB. Um, and then also monthly, every month we're teaching shit, six, seven different types of workshops, live fires, all sorts of things, because at the end of the day, you know, it's not just shooting, right. You got to be a good communicator. You got to be an asset, right. To yourself, to all those around you, uh, your family, your loved ones, friends, anything like that. So that's my whole goal with the program is not only build good shooters, but also good communicators, good dudes, essentially with, with the knowledge, um, of all those different areas. So, so yeah. I love it, man. Dude, that's super awesome. So, so as we were talking about at the beginning of this thing, when we were like, dude, you gotta get, you gotta, you need a volume of exposure to this discipline, uh, to become an actual gunfighter, to be able to really have an advantage, a tactical advantage inside of a a building on someone, you need more exposure. So you're actually making that all possible with the membership essentially. And then obviously on different disciplines as well. Yeah. Yeah. Every, I mean, it's, it's full, full scale. I mean, we do, we have a combat medicine series. We have, uh, various different field skills, survival courses, land nav. Uh, we've been doing a covert entry and an evade and escape series where it's, you know, han- how to get out of handcuffs, how to escape vehicles, you know, anti-kidnapping. Um, we do all, all different weapon systems, um, CQB, night vision shoots, low light shoots. It's yeah, the list goes on and on and on. So there's, there's tons yeah, of stuff, yeah. courses and stuff to attend. So. Dude, this is going to be, this is going to be huge, man. I love it. And the members just are able to, once they have their memberships locked on, they can hop in and out of these courses. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically once they become a member here, I'll see if I can pull it up on my phone here. Yeah, man. So they basically have, oh, nice. It's blurred. (laughs) Nice. Redacted. Uh, So basically the members get an app. um, And with that app, it's depending on how many classes they signed up for, for their package, they can just go in, shows you all the upcoming uh, courses. We have classes all the way booked out until uh, December of 2023. So anyone can see and plan because that's that's another big thing. You know, everyone's um, has a job, you know, so a lot of these courses, you know, you know, they're getting dropped, 
you know, a month before or whatever, and you might not have time to fly out to California or take time off work and stuff. So giving, you know, members that huge list of stuff so they can plan and put it kind of part of their routine is, is super big to us as well. Heck yeah. Super big for the user, dude. Uh, and then last question was low signature resource center. Why'd you, how'd you pick that? So, um, originally it's, it's a good story. Originally when we were, uh, two parts to it, I guess, originally we were trying to find a building, right. We're, you know, we're thinking firearm this or tactical this or whatever. Well, we're in California. Right. And that's really frowned upon down here. So, I tried to think of the most like under the radar name. Literally, I was like, oh, we should call it under the radar. You know, <laughs> like like uh like sniper mission sets or anything like that. You know, uh, I'm like, okay, what could be, you know, like a name? And low signature is like, you know, you're concealed, you're in everyday public. And then we we were just gonna keep it that. Um, but when we were getting, getting the, the name and stuff locked on, we needed to make it to where it wasn't so threatening. Cause we have a big spear as our logo, you know, and all that yeah, stuff. Blood on it. <laughs> yeah. It. We're, we're a resource center. So we provide training certifications, you know, all that stuff kind of all, wow. all encompassing. So, so yeah. Heck but, yeah, man. No, I love it, dude. That's awesome. No, your, your spear is like, it's like inspirational to me, dude. When I yeah. it, it's so Marine Corps-ish too. Like right. I'm like in your little garage, like the shoot house, and I'm like looking at that thing on the wall. And I'm like, this is it makes me feel like awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like it's in all the content I was recording. Like I just had it in the background. Yeah, to get the flag <laughs> spear in the background. Yeah. I love it, yeah. man. Yeah, that's motivating, dude. Well, heck yeah, dude. So this has been awesome. Uh, I hope you guys will come out and train with us. It's going to be an amazing time, a one-day EPCQB clinic. We're going to keep them going as long as the industry responds um, to it. I think it's extremely needed. Don't think about it as some type of competition thing. There will be some force on force, but the real, what you're really going to walk away from is you're going to get more skills. We're going to expose you to skills. You're going to drill those skills on paper. We're going to add a couple dudes for you to go against that are gonna be good sparring partners. This is where you're gonna learn EPCQB because you ain't gonna learn it nowhere else because ain't nobody crawl, doing it anywhere else. <laughs> right, crawl, walk, run. Crawl, walk, yeah, run. Man. Yeah, heck yeah, we're gonna make better protectors. All right, brother. Hey, All it's right. an honor, Jagger. Uh, let's keep tearing it up, dude. We got work to do and I look forward absolutely, to training man. all you guys out there. Thanks for, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I absolutely appreciate you having me on here. I'm super stoked for what the future holds. So, heck yeah. yeah awesome. Yeah. It's an honor. Hit the link. <laughs> yeah. Join yeah. Us. Get to Join the link. The <laughs> right. right. Boom. This is my MCK. There are many like it, but this one is mine. If you've got a firearm sitting around, a pistol that you are not doing anything with, get an MCK. They make them for every single model. If you want a micro conversion kit, that will turn your handgun into a force multiplier. Get one, man. They are ultra affordable. CAA MCK micro conversion kits are the changing the game, y'all. So if you don't have one, you need to get one. Get one, your women, children, people that are less physically potent will be able to fire your firearm to farther distances with more accuracy. You will be able to fire your firearm to farther distances with more accuracy. I wanna get one of these into the hands 
of 100,000 more protectors this year because ultimately we are only as good as the things, the nation is only as good as its protection. Your home is only as safe and as good as your ability to protect it. MCK, go get one. Drop your handgun in, take it to the next level. Out, boom. Boom, yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I wanna encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, you'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, that helps. That helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.